When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever, dog. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Returning champion of Treks in the City fandom and guestdom. Guestdom, is that a word? Fuck yeah, it's a word. I just spit all over my computer screen. We've got Cat Burdick in the studio today. Woo! Yeah! Hell yeah! Okay, guys, stop cheering. She's got to talk now. Cat, how's it going? I. I. I'm lost, lost in the fuck yeah, <laughs> in the, the background. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the level of that was full. That was one thousand percent eighties was being poured directly into my earballs. That was amazing. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Getting shit. a note from Anna. Deaf, way too loud. <laughs> I am. I'm probably not hearing it at the level you're hearing it since um, on my end, I've I've quieted it a bit. So I'll I'll be conscious of that in the future. Um, Kat, hello. It's so good to see you. Thank hey, you for yeah. requesting. Thank you for requesting this episode. Um, yeah, I was, I was well I in was, advance. I was worried that LeVar Burton was already booked. Uh, but you know, we haven't been that, able to get him. Yeah. Turns, turns out that he has not thrown down for this app. So I'm happy to, uh, to be here instead and discuss it. <laughs> well, we are happy you're here in, instead as well, because, you know, it's been rumored LeVar Burton is a real asshole. Um, what? No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Everybody loves him. He's a great this guy. Would be the, yeah, this is the first time hearing <laughs> this it. This would be the only place you... No, um, poor LeVar Burton. I ran into him outside. This is a story our listeners have heard, and you've probably heard a million times, but I've, I ran into him outside Earwolf when Earwolf was still in existence, and I was like, hi, you know, I introduced myself. He's so sweet and, like, so excited and kind and he was like oh my god that sounds like a cool show I'd love to do it sometime you know and um, I was like this is awesome and then Veronica and I went to the con and like stood in line like normal people which we are to get everybody's autographs and when we got to LeVar I was like so can't wait to have you on the show and he just looked at us like just so stunned like please god what is going on? I need this person <laughs> to stop referencing a conversation. He just, yeah, because you've you've just 
signed the photographs of 7,000 people and you're just like... Right, yeah. No, he's in convention mode. Can you imagine yeah. the personal, like, emotional bubble you have to build around yourself to enter that every Absolutely time? Absolutely like, bulletproof. And so I completely yeah. ruined it. So instead of being, like, the cool comedian who has a cool podcast outside of Earwolf, I became... <laughs> The rabid psychotic fan. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that uh, should not have. The, you know, uh, famous for uh, w- once briefly stalking LeVar Burton. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alice Wetterland. You know what? And if that was my only claim to fame, God, let's go uh, with You know it. what? I love There's it. worse. There's way, way worse. worse. Way yeah. worse. I could be, yeah, yeah. I could be a, a believer. That's a, you know, no, a that's lot a high quality stock. That I could uh, be. You know, you know, Sharon, Sharon Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we very we briefly and very successfully uh, li- lightly stalked Whoopi Goldberg uh, <laughs> by going to going to an event that she was the uh, she was like hosting the talk between an architect and the guy who's like heading this yeah. new museum motion pictures, and we went and then like confidence walked our way into the VIP afterwards oh, and managed I love it. to like get pictures with Whoopi Goldberg and also Glenn Close who was giving the bird behind Whoopi Goldberg like it was it was a dream moment so I'm uh really so I think we were so successful in stalking Whoopi Goldberg that I'm gonna lay off of poor Lavar. Because it sounds like he already got the business from you. He did get the business end of it. <laughs> um, I am really visualizing that slow, like the the montage of your walk into your confidence walk into the. See if this. No, that's not good. Sorry again, it's way too yeah. loud. There we go. How about this one? Is this good? Yeah, here. Stop. Yeah, this suits. This. How about this? Modern one? architecture. That's a glass. Yeah. No, I don't like that one. No, this is, I did not pick Saran up in a pickup truck. That's not. (laughs) Here we go. Nope. (laughs) No, we were not planning to rob the place. That's not. (laughs) It's more this. Yeah. (laughs) More of anything. Yeah, that was us kidnapping Glenn Close and Whoopi Goldberg. And there's a lot of backstory that I can't talk about because of legal reasons. Understand. Understand. Right. (laughs) Also, the feature rights are up for grabs right now. So we got to think about that. I also, this is my montage when I um, accosted LeVar at the con. That's my background music. That happens. Yeah, I I had like, I I had a chance to meet LeVar because a relative of mine worked at reading rainbow when they were like re doing the big not reboot but like rereading you know, like yeah read the re-reading. rereading re-rainbow and uh <laughs> and i literally was like no you know what i'm not gonna push on this door because i it's just gonna be a recreation of that scene in community where troy is like my emotions like that's exactly <laughs> yeah. like and apparently that happens to him multiple times a day some woman will burst into tears in front of lavar burton so he's he's seen it all he's done too much in the sense of being a hero oh, no. to most, he's a he's a child. He he brought reading to kids in the most like, um, sort of like benevolent, like just magical way. He made yeah, reading. Yeah, he got magic. James Earl Jones to read you a bedtime story. Like that's like, solid he gold. Did, so for millennials, for our elder millennials' whole lives. LeVar Burton has been the king of like, and then Roots, I mean, especially for young black people or elder millennial black people, he is like, he's done so much that you kind of can't not uh, have a deeply emotional reaction to him. And so I imagine that he, you know, it's like when you get fans, 
you know, I, I love my fans because I'm not a hero at all of any kind. Sometimes I just, you know, I uh, I shut down a bro heckler and it's fun. But like, you know, <laughs> so my fans are like, cool, but they're not, ah, you changed the thought, you know, so. Um, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see, yeah. We'll, he's we'll see like, what happens after this layered. episode like, it's because ridiculous. this episode might change that. Well, I think people might like be looking at the episode and be like, "This is a Riker Troy episode. Why do you keep talking about Levar Burton?" But Levar Burton directed this episode. Uh, Thank you. We gotta we gotta dive in on that that factoid. Very important. We do have to dive in on it, and it is a great. So it's a cool episode. Also, I was reading up on this episode and um, May Jam- May Jemison. Do you know the May Jemison cameo? Yes, Doctor May Jemison is in it in the transporter scene. As a teenager, I was ridiculously excited about that. And then later got to see, like, pictures of her with uh, Nichelle Nichols, like, behind the scenes who came to the set to visit her because that was one of the reasons that she went. And I was like, she was also nerding out. Like, it was a... It a was, Russian yeah. nesting doll. It of was a nerd upon nerd upon nerd. Yeah, it was, a ner- it was a nerd. It was a nerd So, no, May Jameson, maybe Jemison for people who might not know, um, is the first black woman to travel into space. Veronica and <laughs> hey y'all, hey there she if is. You're just joining. You are Veronica. If you're Veronica. <laughs> if you're just joining us right now, you might be Veronica. You might be. A, you might be suffering from Veronica. <laughs> she put the backdrop up too. I well, I went up to yes. You went up to. Um well, thank you for joining us Veronica. We were just talking about in this episode. I'm so glad I could um, make time for you guys. Uh yeah, us too. <laughs> I was uh I was in a class and it just finished. God, you guys, I am so you I'm so glad that I could just I could spend some time with you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I had to like. Uh, I was, so glad for you. I was waiting to get my. I'm learning Italian so I can get the fuck out of America if I need to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it's, gotta get in on that. It's actually a yeah. requirement for the pa- for the Italian passport to pass uh, an Italian proficiency test mm. if you're doing it by marriage. And my class is just like a Zoom class, and they're doing test practices today, like practicing the test oh okay <laughs> i was last i could be in like <laughs> and then i was just like leave leave so so wait does do you Jose speak do you a... speak a lot with your husband and like do you try to speak to him with yeah. Ita- with italian i know so much more italian than him uh <laughs> oh right because like if he didn't need the pass the proficiency test he can no, whatever. And also, I just, like, have known for a long time. Uh, but he, but I don't understand. Does Jose have an Italian passport? Yeah. I didn't know that. Jose is Italian, and I'm American, even though I should be Italian by family. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, so, so I'm doing it through marriage because so many people sign up to get the Italian passport after Trump won that right. they gave me the appointment for 2026. In 2018. Wow. So I was like... Wow. This is eight years, and then they moved it to 2024, and I was like, it's still faster okay, through okay. marriage. It's still faster through marriage, so I'm doing it like that. Wow, but amazing. It's pretty crazy, um, but I'm kind of more interested in what you guys were talking about. 
Because yes, it just sounded the first like yeah. black woman astronaut to go into space is May Carol Jemison, and she played on. She had a cameo on this episode in the transporter room. She was the transporter chief. So, mm. uh, yeah. So she and Kat was talking about how there's a picture of her back uh, behind the scenes with um, Nichelle Nichols. Oh, also, cool. so Mae Jemison nerding out about Star Trek while we're nerding out about Mae Jemison on Star Trek. So this is the first black woman in space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. In real space, and she was, like, wanted to be on Star Trek and, like, had watched Star Trek as a kid, like, thought it was, like, yeah, okay, this is a reason I can go into space. Like, just, like, so it's, like, crazy. and so directly reflects back because N- Nichelle was going to quit and... You know, Dr. King was like, you got to stay because pe- kids got to see you there so that mm. they know they could be there. A famous and it moment. fucking worked. And it like. fucking literally worked. Yeah. It it rocketed Mae Jemison into the stars. Wow. So like. Pause for tears. So she, Everybody who's listening is pulling over. She had already gone crying. to space and then she went to the, the Star Trek studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must Deeper be so funny space. to like know everything that actually that it actually takes to go to space and then like yeah. land in a studio and you just have to like sip some shit up and be like whoa 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 just like uh yeah let's just yeah. play pretend yeah. and like go to the moon and then like ucb and pretend yes, to be yes on the moon. yes yes right, it's yeah. like <sighs> so it must be so weird to be like this is so i hope she wrong. did a lot of well actually she probably didn't she's probably really nice <laughs> Yeah, I don't see Mae Jameson as much of a, like, reply guy to show up and be like, well, you know, that's not really how it is in space. I really you know, wish like, he was, though. Yeah, that would be Buzz Aldrin. He's going to show up and <laughs> throw yeah. his weight around. And yeah, so, white guy it up. Um, sorry, I missed it, but I, I'm just curious, like, why Star Trek? Like, I came back from another planet and it, from the space, and it's like, this is the show to be in. Or is it because of well, that? Well, she, she grew up watching it, so it made her feel like she could be an astronaut. <laughs> Yeah, like she had yeah. been a fan of it as there a little girl. And you know, like it's that, it, there's a lot yeah. of like unwritten American rules. If you've actually been in space, you can call up any space show and say, I would like to cameo on your show and they will absolutely dress you up in a spacesuit or in an alien outfit. In fact, the rule also applies to members of Fleetwood Mac, but it's uh, they only cash in on that. The one that's, time. that's how we're going to get casted, Alice. We have to go to space. We have to go to space. We, to- <laughs> we are the opposite. I really thought being on this podcast would get you both. Like, I was like, how are they not? Like, I was watching no, Picard actually, being like, where are you in the background? This is Well, crazy. once we turn 30, it's a podcast and you have to go into space. So, right, right. Yeah. The, um, the, as a woman in Hollywood, you have to do that if you're over 30. Um, I like to say, as a woman in Hollywood, if you turn 30, you're just shot on sight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just hunted. Just like uh, the moment the needle of the clock the crosses to like there's like, your there's like a, a red dot on your forehead like a oh yeah no and I'm 42 I'm actually a ghost a legally there's I'm a ghost you're legally uh, a ghost like, I'm not even yeah. I don't have to pay bus fare you yeah. are uh, the witch from any fairy tale any right any oh, if you're in your time. 40s you're I think you're playing I totally, a mom. I watch a, I watch a, like the classic like mo- like little girl movies with my daughter and you can see her be like. Wait a second. <laughs> she looks like one of these characters, and it is not the ones you are rooting for. <laughs> like, oh shit. The funny thing is, like, uh, yeah. uh, like all my forty-two, specifically forty-two-year-old friends, are like such party animals, and they are like, I just, I just don't know, like serious uh, 
kind of young at heart people. Like, I, it just, nothing of what I was sold about that age right. is, re like, I was scammed. No. I was scammed my entire life. All I see is just, like, yeah, a little bit of this and that, you know, like, stereotypes. But in reality, it's just, like, a lot of vitality and a lot of just, like, youthfulness. I don't know. It's just yeah. so young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like you have stuff like Padma Lakshmi posts a picture on Instagram of her like at 50, like in a bikini and like just looks like she's 26. I'm like, and a lot of this is just genetics. Salma like, oh, you just too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. She was Salma like 54. Oh Ridiculous. She looks like a filter, like an Instagram filter. So it's yeah. Is, no, I just imagine at night that she just opens up like a jar of salve and she gets into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, salve. And just a little bit of her face peeks out, and then in the morning she emerges from the salve because or she not. goes. Maybe yeah. she goes to bed and removes her Melisandre necklace and becomes <laughs> yes, normal. Right. Exactly. Right. Puts and it around the lamp. Golems like, her way into bed, and then and she like bones crackling, gets into bed like. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good conversation to lead into um, anything, but uh, I also was thinking, I've been thinking a lot about the power of myth and how often in our society the idea of like myth and legend is like sort of, um, I don't know how to articulate this, but people on the internet, um, on Al Gore's internet, like to pretend that it's, oh, it's just a movie or it's, oh, it's just, you know, whenever it comes to the maligning of um, POC characters and women characters and LGBTQ characters, it's always like, oh, it doesn't, it's just a movie. It's just a show. Why do you care? Right. And that completely, completely ignores the fact, the fact that myth in, a, in the human, in the human race, genetically, we're predisposed to at this point, like we rely on these things, these myths, yeah. these stories that we tell each other and, and ourselves are exactly the thing that propels people into space and propels people into the kinds of opportunities that they, you know, this is why when, when we talk about representation matters, it's not just like it, it like it does the thing. I mean, that's why Dr. Yeah. King told Nichelle to stay on the show because he knew how important it was to show young women of color, show young black women specifically, like that they had a place in the narrative. Because if without these stories, it doesn't... I'm just thinking about John Boyega's recent GQ interview. Oh, how was it? Do you know about that, cat? Yeah, I think so. I think I hear, I've got bits and pieces of got it. Got wind of it. Tell me, the, tell me the gist of it. This is interesting to me. It's pretty badass. He did a GQ interview where he talks about getting sort of marginalized in the Star Wars uh, franchise as what was – he was marketed, he feels, as a lead character. And in the actual movie series, he was really relegated to a sidekick character. And yeah. he kind of talks about how how important it was for Star, Star Wars, the franchise, to market him as a big – you know, this, oh, we're going to do things differently this time. And then – Yet again, they created a side character who was a person of color. They oh tokenized. Oh my god, I'm so and tired of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it and is, it's, I great. Think it's when you look at the writers' room. The writers, you can't write what you don't know, and they don't think of him as a lead, right, in their head or in their heart. 
even if they don't realize it, they just don't do it. It's like the same as when you can watch Star Trek episodes and see that there was no women in the writer's room at that time. Because you hear the women speak and you're like, nobody... Nobody yep. had w- walked around with a womanness and thought that. Like, right. no, that's not a thing. Like, that's no. It is so. Crazy. So uh, yeah, I, I I can totally get that. Like he, I and I hadn't really thought about it. I I thought of it as they were doing a good job of like having more of an ensemble instead of just having it be like Luke forward like it was for a while. But, um, but yeah, he was essentially like a sidekick. Like I didn't right. really even think about it. Until, yeah, exactly. Uh, until and he pointed it out. I mean, we've all, everybody heard about what happened to Kelly Marie Tran and her having yes. to delete her Instagram because of all the harassment that she was receiving because of her maybe role. I was, was under a ruck, but um, can you refresh me? Yeah, she um, was playing Rose on Star, in Star Wars. Yes, like, I and people were just so super nasty in comments that she literally just had to delete her Instagram. What did they decide to be nasty about? I mean, clearly... Well, they were racist. She's Asian. She's a girl. They went full hog on everything. That's all it took. That's That's all it took. And of course they went, like, it was just... The stuff, at least that I saw, was incredibly racist and minimalizing of, like... And you know that thing of, like, they like to make everything out, these bullies, like to make everything out as, you got picked just because of this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter, bitch! Also, Which is wild because you got picked just because of your shit for a zillion years. Yeah. So how come it just started being objectionable to you now? Right. right. I got a list of forty-four white men in the White House for like, like where are where are your marches about how unfair that is? If that's right. a thing you give a shit about, you only give a shit about because they gave her the job, even if that was the reason. And it's not. It's a yeah. piece of it. Yeah. And it's a reasonable piece of it, but yeah. she was fucking amazing. She made that movie. She was so fucking good. It's like she was. You- that's the thing. It's like all these guys talking on the internet. There's first of all, there's the and the, the gaslighting layer. To me, is one of the worst parts about it because there's all these like fans who are the nice guy fans that are like, look, right. it's not because you're a girl. It's not because you're. I don't care what. I don't care. And this is you can always. Say, I don't care if you're yellow, purple, green. Oh, you know, right. racists always say that there's, they there's people love, who are purple they and green. Love, always the purple people. They always love the purple colors. people. They love them. And I don't care what gender you are. It's a badly written mm-hmm. character, and that's not your fault. What and a it's crock like of shit. It's not Luke a badly made out written with his character. Sister. Like badly written it's character. A, Star Wars is garbage. Yeah, Star <laughs> like, Wars is terrible. It's not I mean, good. I love it, and I own multiple lightsabers. I mean, I don't want people right. coming at me. Yeah. I enjoy the living shit out of Star Wars. But it is... The story isn't kids. great for anybody. Right. Yeah, it's it's a silly story for kids, and it's some of the characters are fun in the ways that they are fun, but they are not fully formed, fleshed out, deep characters. None of them. And and Rose is better than most. She is better than most. She's better than so everything endearing. Natalie Portman did. And I just feel I'm like sorry, Natalie. It's just it's just like she just didn't get any credit for the fact that even if she she was playing a poorly written in the in the realm of you know all writing character, but like not in the realm of Star Wars. In the realm no. of Star Wars, she was a good written character, and she did a fucking great job. Like she never she phoned amazing. it in. She took that yeah. shut like shitty Star Warsy dialogue and made it great. And then all these fans are like, you know, it's just the character like wasn't they really did a disservice to you? And it's just like no. these guys are excusing racism and acting as though 
basically none of the shit that she went through mattered or happened at all. It's all really because of the writing. And it's just like... It's it the makes, same as that thing where they like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm for a woman president, just not this, this woman. woman and then you yeah. notice this is the 27th woman they've managed yeah, to say yeah. that about. And you're like, yeah. wait a second. It might actually not be. There yeah. might be. Yeah. Even if people aren't conscious of it, it's so easy to tell yourself that it's just about these factors. So I think a lot yeah. of these guys do like internally they can't even acknowledge the fact that right. that is actually the sticking point because and when you're sticking- saying like they're saying they're, they're belittling it and say oh it's just a character it's just a tv show it's just a whatever it's like you're absolutely right in saying like you're you're discounting it in such a huge way it's almost like saying to the spark at the beginning of a fucking forest fire it's just a tiny just spark a tiny, it's just an ember yeah. who gives a it's shit it's not it's, it's an big- ember that can like light up a, a thing that you can see from space Right. Like the potential in 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 the individual is is so massive, and yeah, no, I, I I hate it. And it would make it it makes it impossible to have a real dialogue about this stuff when all these guys are out here being like, no, just like in the in Star Wars, like it, the character should have been just it was like a Molly Sue, and it should, and it's just like if we can't have. And I really did. I did this screed on Twitter today about IGN and all these like fan outlets that are part of this narrative. And they create this vacuum world in which these guys are allowed to have their opinions and are allowed to do this excusing of each other. And at no point does the outlet that's reporting on this stuff give any window into them questioning themselves or give any window into what might be the real crux of the issue is that it might not be coming from um, the actual writing of the character. Is any of it ever, you know, like, has anyone ever stopped to think, like, maybe the problem is me and my perception? No, it's never that. It's always, like, excuses on top of excuses for the kind of behavior that makes people close down their internet, you know, or, like, leave leave Instagram because they're afraid for their lives. There's always, like... Um Always everyone acts like the Federation. Like, like it's never me. Like, it's never... Good segue. I, I'm, I'm completely right. And then... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the Federation. We have... I have a little bit of, like... Okay, but the Federation is kind of, like... Yeah, we have... You're going, you're going a little... Ma- you're going a little maquis on us. A little, I like it. Yeah, a little all over <laughs> space. Um, well, you know what? That's, that's perfect, because this episode has Thomas Riker. Doesn't he end up going... He ends up breaking bad... Going rogue. Yeah. He yes. does the Maquis. He gives the finger to Federation. The, so. it, what is that episode? I haven't pulled up. Is in the. Uh, I think that's a. I think that's a DS nine. Yeah, it's in the two days and two night. Maybe no, no. I tell you in a moment. Defiant. That's it. Yes. Wow. Um, so, I don't know if you already said it, but Lavar directed this episode. Yes, we talked about that in the beginning, okay, great. and how we accosted him at the at the con and lost our opportunity to have him on as a guest. Also, forever. his only moment was like his only uh, moment in this episode was like when Troy retrieves her like fucking quest uh, item. What do you yeah. call that? The yeah, her little like what are you, uh, like uh, like what's that um, game where you search for clues? Uh, Treasure hunt? Yeah. I can't think of, like, the right thing. Retrieves, you know what I mean. Yeah, though, she like retrieves that. her, like, uh, treasure uh, hunter, like, her little item from the warp engine core. Right. Like, at what point does, like, Thomas Riker walk in and start hanging shit off your warp core and Jordy just didn't notice? 
Like, and he was cool with it. <laughs> like, if I was him, I would right. be Because he does look at it like he doesn't know what was up. It's not like a circumstance where he's like, yeah, that dude's going to get it. Like, he's like, what the hell was that doing on my I know. fucking warp core? I'm a, I would be afraid to do that to, like, a boyfriend around my house, knowing that my husband, and it's not about cheating on my husband. It's about, like, the fact that he might be like, what's this object here? And they just move it. Right. Like, right. I'd be afraid in my house to do to leave clues around, like, much less in the fucking... Warping. Yeah, yeah I'm also just Riker worried about the you. security and engineering. How the <laughs> hell somebody just strolling up to the warp core hanging shit on it every day like a... Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, generally in this episode, there's a lot of, like, early acceptance of a reality that should be earth-shattering. Like, they're like, right. well, they go, they go from, like, Riker number two to, like, oh, yeah, Riker number two to, in, like, the span <laughs> right, of two like, seconds. So quick. Right. So, I'm like, uh, she's already, like... Dating, like, literally, Troy's like, well, eight hours have gone by. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got it. I got it. Well, I just know there's right. two hot candies, and one of them wants me, <laughs> and the other one doesn't. Like, what else is there and, to... And she's, like, talking to Beverly, and it's that, like, <laughs> girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. I'm not going to do it, girl. I'm just thinking about yeah. it. Girl, I did it. You know, like, <laughs> I, I spent the entire episode like, yum, yum. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. I was just it's, I, I spent all of this fucking podcast waiting for this episode, frankly. Honestly, like, say, no. And I, I wrote in because I was like, I want to be there to talk to Vero about this episode oh because this God. episode was to, I don't know, 15, 16 year old me. This was mm. as close as you got to Star Trek porn. I mentioned it in the last episode I was on, but kids don't kids now don't get it. Our shows, people didn't bang. Ever. You just held on to your blue balls for years at a years. time. Yes. And on this one, you got like as close as you were gonna get. They made a spare Riker for <laughs> her to surfboard on, and yep. then fucking and and then shot him in the space at the end of the episode, which is as close as you can get to how they let people do it back then. It's so um, true. Yeah. Also, like, I keep thinking, like, she's just, like, doing the Klingon Tai Chi with, with Crusher. Right. Being, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. And she's, like, <laughs> just do it. And she's, like, I just don't know. And the moment he steps in already with the clothes, by the way, even though he doesn't mm-hmm. know what the fuck. He re- he bounds in. She's just like, uh, What yeah. a human Labrador retriever. And then also. Yeah, no. And he definitely did a computer tell me where she is, like, situation. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, what kind of clothes is yeah, she wearing? Yeah, All right, yeah. can we replicate that shit? Yeah. Replicate yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a white thing real quick. And then was, Riker is always slightly moist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And then stroll. He's a dewy guy. Stroll into this place already dressed and being like, oh, what is this? <laughs> right, like and Crusher is ooh, like, what are you doing? Thing I'm already dressed for. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Crusher right? is like, cr- bye. Immediately, Crusher, she's like, no. Crusher's wing woman, wing woman she, status. So she ratchets off, which is my favorite part about this really, really easy exercise that they do. Where at the end of it, they're like, they're slowly, they're basically tai chiing, and then you got to grab a towel because it's like, whoa, this has been rough. So easy. <laughs> All right. He, so he um, does like two hand waves, and she's like, "Wow, you did the double crane, la la la." And he's like, <laughs> "Well, it's actually called this thing." And I'm like, 
Wait, let me rewind and see what the fuck he did. Because it just seems like he did like, wah, wah. Like he was just a child, you know, playing. Yeah, he did wax on, wax off. So um, this episode is number 24 of season six. The Enterprise returns to an abandoned outpost that is accessible only once every eight years and finds a familiar face. Uh, so the it, the episode opens sexy um, with a scene with them at the uh, at Ten Forward. There is a business casual in Ten Forward. I forgot about the fashion. Can I tell you something fun about this episode? Everything. Uh, by this point, all five male actors uh, have worn two different types of epi- of uniform. That's a great factoid. And Bev is way ahead of her, well, I guess now behind her time, but she's doing the cold shoulder thing. The cold shoulder look. For another 20 years. Wow. Huge. I am just like thrilled with this basis. I know. And the And, the and she's keyboardist. got like one eighth of a base. <laughs> Space base. Thank you. Yeah. But a real old school drum set, though. They haven't figured out how to specify a drum set yet, even though we have. Any requests tonight? Nightbird. The drums are same as now. Requests. Nightbird. Megatron. Literally gonna fuck him up. Ladies and gentlemen, Nightbird. Pimping him out. (laughs) So. Look how stressed he what is. What was that all about? Will's been trying to get this piece right for 10 years. He's never made it through the solo. So we're going to watch him fail. <laughs> it's so tight. Riker is slightly more moist than normal. Dated to Commander Riker. Go ahead. Commander, you are needed on the bridge. On my way. That it would be smile. so great if Data was like, Commander, you are needed on the bridge. Like, he just like... <laughs> Little scat He's, from Data. He did a little scat. Commander, you are in it on the bit the bridge. And you're like, Data, Data how did you do that? Data would. Yeah. Data <laughs> would do it for long enough that the captain would like make it a new law that you can't do it anymore. Like, like Data. Data. Rock it all. It's punishable. Data. Now, yeah, the the Riker smile, like this is what gets me about him. Is just that smile when he got saved by the bell. I was just like mm. This is so why happy. I love you. Because it's just like, I don't know. I think uh, Riker is one of those characters that is fully unafraid to, like, um, enjoy things. You know, just feel, yeah. fully yeah. feel That's true. things. Like, uh, yeah. like the, the little pleasures of life. He's really, like, good at zooming in and those, like, uh, yeah, just pleasurable moments. Yeah. Um, Jonathan yeah, Frakes it's is that, good at that it. That smile got Frakes, got Frakes all those roles on soap operas. Mm-hmm. Like it's that it's the twinkle in the eye thing. Yeah. And mm. I think it's one of the reasons Roddenberry was like, get the beard. Just cover the face and just it, let the eyes do their little twinkle thing and you'll you'll be all set. You'll succeed. He would make uh, a really good young Santa Claus. Yes, yes. And also his like, I was I was just gonna say, like. This is when Riker hits his perfect like teddy bear Rikerness, mm. you know, because yeah. he's too soft he's just dad a bod, too skinny in the second season, and yeah, now he's hitting peak dad bod, mm. uh, and very zaddy. You know, you know that he'd be fine with like eating a cake out of the container in bed, like <laughs> like with just forks. Veronica's already come twice. This is what it's right. just so horny about his 
his like white suit when he comes in like, oh, what are we doing? Already dressed for it. Imagine if I showed up in your baseball game like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> Fully in full in catcher's full uniform. uniform. Like you're you're. And I'm like, uniform. well. You're, okay. Like so, um, they have to beam downstairs to the uh, this place. They can only beam to eight every eight years. Right. So basically, like the there's Br- like the a Brigadoon planet has to. <laughs> there's a storm on Brigadoon planet, <laughs> and except every eight years it passes, and so they got to beam down there for some reason, and that's what they do with Worf and I believe Jordy. No, Data's there. Forty meters due east and closing. They need to get some data, but the Wi-Fi's broken, so they gotta exactly. fly down to pick it up on a thumb drive. There's a Wi-Fi leak. Yeah. Alright, so everybody's like, oh, there's a humanoid approaching. Everybody point your phasers at him. And oh my god, it's you. My what? What bitch? <gasps> what? It's messed up hair Riker. Is he slightly taller? Who are you? Who are you? I'm Commander William Riker from the Federation Starship Enterprise. That's not possible. His I'm voice. Will Riker. May I ask how you got here? Just kiss. Eight years ago, I led a team to evacuate the station. May I ask you to kiss? What ship were you on? <laughs> the Potemkin. Potemkin. Burton did such a great job of trying to make it look like he's a little gaunt, yeah. even though he's clearly just as well-fed as regular yeah. Riker. But he is a little skinnier. I don't know what he did, but he just... The way, yeah, that angle. He changes. I tried to contact the ship. I think that's the makeup artist, too, putting in some, like, little dents on the neck. and Starfleet, I'm sure they recorded that I was... Yeah, contouring, they call it. the beard, try to make the... They call it contouring now, but they used to call it neck dents. You don't believe me? Well, he's mad. It's not that we don't believe you. It's just hard to see how both stories could be true. Would you be willing to have our doctor check you out? Of course. Re- extremely close. Really promise up. not to talk to my not quite girlfriend. <laughs> Let's get to work. Listen, I have a full a ship full of ex-girlfriends upstairs, and <laughs> upstairs. I just don't want you near any of them. Uh, no, look, quick, like, most of them, it's fine, but I'm going to give you, like, a couple of post-it notes, and I just want you to look at those okay. names every so often. Literally, Why don't you avoid all of deck six for me? That's so funny. That was literally my wedding. I told Jose, like, several of my exes are here. None of your hosts yeah. can approach them. <laughs> None of your hosts. Call off your hoes, Jose. Not on my Call wedding. Not on my wedding. Jose's hoes. There were so many hoes, 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 hoes. There's some hoes, hoes, hoes at this wedding. There's, There's some, some hoes, hoes at this, at this wedding. wedding. And it, <laughs> it, it was devilish. My wedding was devilish. Um, like Riker's, you know, uh, position in the ship. Which, oh, dude, yeah. he's, yeah, I think it's, this is, this is so fun. You, I think Alice called it out, I think maybe just before you got online, but this episode has the best ratio of how quickly people go from, Oh my God, this is life shattering concept to cool Riker number two. Yep. Uh, like just, like, I would be so upset real. as as a Veronica if everyone just accepted Veronica number two. First of all, I was like yeah. eight Listen. years ago, 2012. <laughs> if someone like if I'd split in two in 2012 and then I go, continued on for eight more years and then I run into myself, I think I'd be a little bit disgusted. I'd be like, what do you smell like, really? Like, 
Who are you? Like, I don't know. There's something physical about this other person. You just that's wonder just like, how, like, how far apart would you be? You know, are you just going to basically be the same shit you're doing now? Or are you going to be like, oh, this is, this is rough and ready, Veronica, who's been through some terrible shit, and I don't want right. to handle her business at all. Like, I don't, Thomas Riker has clearly been, like, eating rats off of the station. Like, he's gotten used to some ugly shit. Skinny. Right. And he's just like, less ambition, but the same. It's kind of weird. It's just weird. It's just like me, but delayed for eight years. It's not like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, we don't get mad, but we have been trying to develop a second Veronica so that they can get somebody to do what? some more, record some more episodes. I'm sure you're <laughs> going to understand. They're, they're not near the technology, so it's not going to happen. I'm consistently imminently. asking myself, why am I, why didn't I come with my second body? Why I ha- yeah. do I have to carry two in one? Like, this is another, a, it was a scam. Interesting thing that they just accepted like very quickly is that oh um the transporter beam that we used to get around can just make copies of people. Right. And like I love that they have Jordy explain it away like no 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 it's just this particular planet has this one particular signature and boy this was just a one in a million bajingo. Boy howdy. What are you going to do? You transport like, somebody. Yeah, but you just also, the transporter is that? Yeah. So didn't you just invent a new way to just clone people? Or exactly. Or you just going to ignore that? Yeah. Like when someone, can't they just transport Tasha Yar now, given her transport signal that they already acquired? Can't they just transport her back to the ship? That's what I would be, I'd be like, can you transport like a second version of like the hottest guys? <laughs> <laughs> But they don't this, have to go. Yeah. Now they have to like create a second ID for this person. Like how the the just the like the bureaucracy of the, the second yeah Riker. the bureaucracy. It's a lot of yeah. Red I'd tape. love to see like the like I'd love to see Riker Prime fighting Riker Two about beard rights. Like because right. like the argument would be like you have to have something you can visually tell on site which one's which. Because remember this problem we had with lore and we can't right. do this shit. So they'd be like, just Riker being like, no, I get the beard. <laughs> like, I get the I would trombone. say, knowing, knowing Tom, Thomas, the second Riker, he'd probably want to just, he'd be like, I'm just going to grow a ponytail. It's going to be cool. He's a much more, <laughs> like, down home, relaxed. So this is the scene where he sees Troy. Thomas sees Troy for the first time. Hello, Will. Sorry. <laughs> no time wasted. <laughs> Slightly presumptive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Like, oh yeah, sorry, we broke up years ago after he spent half an hour frozen in his arms, like <laughs> just, he fully just receiving it. He fully is like coming at her, like, oh, I just masturbated to you forty, like forty eight hours ago. <laughs> Literally, so and he's also like, it's like, oh, this is down. where you see that Marie, Marina Sirtis weighs 57 pounds because he <laughs> picks her up like she is just at like just a little tiny it's stack true. of groceries. I know, she's spins so her little. I'm trying to find that scene. That romantic okay, scene here we go. between them was also good because they like she he she talks about how their breakup happened. And I was like, this is so juicy that we got to spend some time on that. Yes, scene. But yeah, back, let's see. Back. Let's see this. And it primes us perfectly so that we see that makeout. Also, I was thinking that Riker body on that white this. cloth. And then she, I have white cloth and then we jump on each other and we start making out on the, like that bulky cl- cloth. 
It's horny. It's bulky. It's just horny. <laughs> it's just horny. It's just like Ten forward. taking orders again. I can imagine. But I okay, two things I love about this scene. What is it? Is that I love I love that they have given Riker the big boy haircut to make him look younger. Whatever, like makeup and hair hair was so on point. They're like, we're gonna give him rosy cheeks and like a big boy haircut to try to take us back. Like, oh, it's young. It's we're thinking about young Riker. What is young right. Riker like with Troy? And Lavar, God bless him. He slapped on a 1960s original Star Trek amount of Vaseline on the lens he used for Marina Sirtis. She is glowing yeah. and yes. diffused. And the makeup artist went super romantic. They're like, just Disney princess yes, the fuck yes, out of her yes, face. Yes. Right. And she's so gorgeous. Like, I literally was like, like at my wedding, like I'm basing my makeup on this episode. <laughs> like, this, just go, I like, want go each of her eyes, crazy. And, I like, want each of, of her eyes to be the size of a human baby's head. Right, exactly. Yes. Is that what you decided to do? Remember, I'm the one who wanted to make captain by the time he was 35. I'm a little behind schedule. I'll admit that. You don't have to admit it. It's good you don't feel set back. I do. Things are a little more complicated than I had planned. But there's nothing going to stand in the way of my getting what I want. Lizard, Here's your boobs, juice. And then we're Lizard waiter. Thanks. He looks so young and good. You don't know how many times I thought about you, about us. For weeks after the evacuation, I kept thinking they'd find a way through the distortion field and come back for me. I even thought we'd meet on Risa like we planned. Days went by and nobody came. And I realized why. They thought that I had been killed in the beam out. No one came down because they thought there was no one to come down for. Sad. So I figured that they'd had a memorial service for me. Somehow that made me feel better. I can understand that. I'm a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> this is where your girlfriend being a therapist really comes in handy. <laughs> I'm sure I look terrible with my eyes all red and swollen from crying. It was very low cut. I'm gonna be honest. Your dress Sometimes. was low cut. His family said it was inappropriate. Sky, I think. <laughs> my mom was mad at how you were dressed. <laughs> and my mom's dead, so I that's really impressive. Feel my presence. <laughs> that's how low cut it was. It offended the dead. That's literally me, everything. Know that I was alive. <laughs> Maybe you'd wait for me. I know Oof, eight years in your 20s? Crazy. That's a long wait. Yeah. times when I could yeah. Oh. oh, wow. This, beautiful. look at the acting here. Sirtis kills it in this scene. Like, that, she does a great job That here. makeup. Yeah. The other day when I told you... Yeah, she did a great job lifting her eyelids, period. Because look at these lashes. On For days. What I didn't say was how disappointed I was. That's the worst part, too, is he... He, he no-shows her for a wedding on Riza and then continues to vacation there. <laughs> like, I know, he's like, so hey, major, I have to rise up for my vacation. I'm like, damn, could you pick any other planet? <laughs> There's one vacation planet. I spent a lot of time thinking about This him. is interesting because this is like um, where he was, what he was a variation on Sometimes Revenge on I Your Ex-Boyfriend by fucking his dad. 
but this oh, is yeah, better. Uh, <laughs> it's revenge on your ex-boyfriend. I wish. Like fucking yeah. his literal okay. doppelganger. Who's eight years Somehow younger. He could sex yeah. me. He's not eight years younger, no? Oh, he's not. You're right, you're right. <laughs> he just lost eight years. <laughs> so, who knows? Maybe one night we were looking up at the same star and you were thinking about me. And I was ordering waterproof <laughs> mascara on Amazon. <laughs> I was thinking about you. Oh, oh my God. It's so hot. So romantical. I love so And they romantical. don't go back and bang now. I think that's just an impressive amount of restraint. And uh, then we get to the only thing that, the only scenes that uh, Crusher and, and Troy have together, which is exercising, gossiping. Yeah. Yep. And I like that they've gone from, like, they no longer do their 80s jazzercise. They've gone to a more, like, 90s crunchy yoga type tai chi vibe. It's a new uh, Kim Kardashian line. Right, right. And they're wearing their like Hilton hotel bathrobe <laughs> tai chi uniforms. Then what happened? Beverly, I'm just asking. Fresh. You know it's been over between Will and me for a long time. He's not Will. He is Will, but you know what I mean. And besides, it's I think Beverly's really been telling you to boink that guy since season yeah. two anyway. Deanna. Deanna, get your bag. Just because things turned out yeah. the way they did between you and Commander Riker doesn't mean you Doesn't mean that you can't you ride Riker, take Lieutenant Riker's course. face. Yeah, how many more Rikers are we going to need for you to get yours? This is my fantasy. This is, like, <sighs> totally. so good. I would so bang all of my exes doubles. All of them. <laughs> no questions. Well, I think I'll call it a day. Except one. Beverly. Crusher. Yeah, I mean, like, you can go back to the original, like, when, when our relationship was, like, Bye. hot and heavy in the beginning by cloning. I would do that in a second. When I was so wanted. Some form of Tai Chi Chuan. Right. I hope my boyfriend's listening. Klingon exercise is actually... Lieutenant Worf teaches a class. Forms are very similar. Do that move again. And then you would send him to a Cardassian This prison. is, see, you see, like, his body against her body in those cl cloths, and I'm like... It's a lot of it's, texture. It's horny. It's horny. It's They're wearing towels. Yeah, on route. And I, I think the, the missing part of this scene is somebody verbally locking that door so you that you don't get, like, yeah. some random ensign wants to come in and do some crunches is like, whoa! <laughs> also, <laughs> what's a, a crunch? All we do is move slowly. <laughs> yes! What's that called? <laughs> Mr. Worf's a very good teacher. I like that she went to go do workout with full eyebrows. Fully done. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's Equinox. <laughs> and a flip. Oh, hey, I was just going to do so. Oh, I, oh sorry. I, just, I love that she took the lead and she was on top of him. <laughs> that was like yeah, a subtle awesome. difference, but truly a yeah. big one for me. Like, what did you say in the end, <laughs> Alice, that, they, that that scene should end in him being like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was saying it's an ensign that comes in, but that's even better. Oh. He's like, oh, God. I've been alone for eight Seriously, years. Seriously, he hasn't touched a woman Whoa. in eight years. It yeah, probably is going to go off pretty quick. You ever heard if... Uh, uh, I kind of would be offended no. if he doesn't go really quick. Yeah. I'd be like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
what? Yeah. It, unless you, like, you're he's born? like, I pre-gamed right before I got here. <laughs> I pre-gamed. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. I believe then, that <laughs> Will Riker, no matter what iteration of him is, pre-games before leaving his quarters. <laughs> Every time. I think that's absolutely <laughs> accurate. In the holodeck, like... Time. I think also it would be it would be funny because like they always imply that there's this like you know interconnection between the two. If mm-hmm. that scene just cuts to him in his quarters silently, like just quietly crying to himself, yeah, because he can totally tell what's happening. <laughs> yeah, or if he if he just is in on the bridge and he just comes and he's just like because he has that connection, he's like, whoa, okay, uh, excuse me. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> it happens I need all the to time. Stay here, just on the floor. I'm very virile. Go ahead. And Picard's um, like, number one, do you need to use my ready room? So this is kind of tense. What would you do? What would you do if your ex that you are not you're in friendly terms with wants to date other, the other you, the other? I I would be like you. I would do the exact same thing that Riker's doing right now. He says to her, "Be careful." <laughs> no, I'd be like, "Look, I believe that." There is something there because there was something there, but like trust. I left you last time. This other me is also going to leave you because it's still me. Right? If, yeah. No, this I is a legit that. warning. He's like, I'm a, an asshole, and I yeah. think you know that about me. And this yeah. one did not magically lose his assholeness on the Brigadoon planet. He just right. wasted so, eight years, you know. so he's likely going to want to get them back as soon as possible. Did he also go through a non-asshole storm? Because that's the only way. <laughs> That well, and we and it's also I think his you you get a little bit of the Riker's feelings are hurt here because mm-hmm. remember like a, a a few episodes back they had that flashback of them hanging out after playing poker and he's right. like come on man like let's light this back up and she's like I do not want to do this while we're still on the same ship but right. they're still on the same ship and she's like well this one's passing through well this so one's not you gonna... I mean it's not the yeah. same if I got frankly if I do if I did get a second of my ex boyfriends I would. Eight years later, there's a few of them that I'd be like, yas, but they probably drop me the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Like I would. Like I have, like it's exactly when I think of it. Yeah, it's a hit it and quit it situation. It really is still you. Yeah. That's that's what what he's trying to say. I would break up with him the same way. If you want to be with him, you don't have to ask my permission. Seems like he's the empath. Right. The look in your eyes, I recognize it. But you were facing the other direction. Uh, Is there a secret mirror behind the bar at 10 forward? We've both had relationships with other people. This is different. I didn't know how you'd feel about it. Flattered? Sort of? This must be very strange for you. Ever since he came on board... Everybody's been fine with it. I find myself thinking about the choice <laughs> that you and I made. Ever since he's come on board and the captain is like, work with you. <laughs> yeah, work with you. Can we do a three-way? Can you, can you keep doing shit? <laughs> well, I know you and I've had some problems. That's not what I'm talking about. Eiffel Tower. Look if he gotten off the planet instead of me, don't you think he would have made the same choices that I made? Yes. I just don't want you to be hurt again. And then he fucking does. The upside of this is this time when she gets hurt, he's around to have to clean up the aftermath a little bit. Whereas last time it was just like her alone hanging out in like Lil Waxana's basement. 
Right. Like crying it out watching The Bachelor. But yes. this time it's like Alt Alt Riker's gonna bust her heart and then he's gotta stick around and like listen to her sob about it and take her out for right. ice cream. It's yeah. too Alt dramatic. Riker. You get the, the then the other one leaves you and you get to see him every day, but it's the other one you're not sexually attracted to, but of course you are because you just saw his penis. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all too much for my cycle. Even me, even I am the like the fuck his dad for revenge person. Literally, I did that, and then um, <laughs> she should actually fuck his dad. And I'm like, this is already. She's like, I figured like so out much. the only way for me to get full revenge. I have to have sex with your father. Can you imagine if she <laughs> goes and like sees like Thomas's penis, and she's like, wait, this is way better. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Love does crazy things to you, you know? Um, so eventually, of course, he does leave her. And Data's Claire's uh, bought little hat visor. Because yeah, Riker wants to go um, be a captain really bad still, obviously. But he's like, the difference now is that I'm going to pretend that you don't have your own life. <laughs> She's like, right. that's not like, a good difference. You literally like, have, like, you get the third seat on the flagship of the Federation. Yeah. It took me a long time to get over what happened between Commander Riker and me. I don't know that I want to put myself in that position again. I would never hurt you, Deanna. Like it's I'm doing not just right position? I've worked hard to make a life for myself on the Enterprise. I'm happy here. If the situation were different, I'd stay. It is different. You're another dude. Not while he's aboard. Jeez, oh, I know. Are you saying it's over? No. Ugh, a more successful you? That's so annoying. <laughs> so we get I out of there too. I mean, like, bye. My life here. Those I'm sausage curls were such a 90s thing. She was killing it in the hair department during this episode. That was the hair they did for my first communion. I ended up like... Yes! Yes! It's total first communion Such hair. heavy hair. Oh. Oh. Well, at least you got a bang out of so it. I get so sad for the penis, too. Captain's <laughs> I get so sad for it. And the away team is making so. their final attempt at retrieving the database. So they go down the to the they go downstairs. That bridge and they, scene was so tense. That's the other thing that I was like. I actually hadn't seen this episode in a long time, and I was like, I thought that what was going to happen on the bridge in over the over the Batman. <laughs> this is like a gangway over a vat of chemicals. Batman scene. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, I thought he was just going to push him off. Oh, I thought like New Riker oh, was going to push Old right. Riker because I'm like, it solves a huge problem for him. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's this right. is Riker walking in on them. I wanted to give you something. It's obviously a trombone, but he has to open it. Right. <laughs> it's like, is it a gun? Like, it's a gun, I hope. No, it's, it's like It could be the dildo that he has. It's a similar length. <laughs> it's like in Christmas when they, they're going to give you a football and they're like, luck, well. wrap it like this. I actually thought right. I might go with the name Thomas. Your middle you can, name. You can tell that he still doesn't really like him because he would have given him the yeah, Horgon. really are different. <laughs> never really cared for that name. Well, I sort of like it. I guess I better get going. Yeah, Off to betray the Federation. Going. See you later. <laughs> Bye, bitch. It was nice doing it three times in nine minutes. Thanks. And then Riker has to watch them kiss. It's crazy. That's too much. A long time. I guess I can wait a little longer. 
You're going to wait forever, because he's going to get with, with <laughs> You're going to prison. Yeah, you're going to go to Desi in jail. Take care of him. Oh, he marries uh, her, bro. We're going to end up together, so <laughs> he you're... He waits an insane amount of time, and then they get married. So, uh... Yeah. Don't cry! Don't punk out, Deanna! Don't do it! Great. Oh. She'd punched him. Let me All just right, have guys. the same body that just left console me. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Chemically too confusing. He, he usually doesn't set himself up to cash in on vulnerability, but this was a real alley oop to himself on this one. <laughs> yeah. Here, you go. Here you go, buddy. Oh my god. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, it's well, like thank you guys so it. much for having me on this particular Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. I'm so, so glad fun. that we got to have you back. You were just such a good uh, addition always, to this show. Always, always, uh, always, always. It's so it's so strange to to have gone th- so fast through this because I still was like every moment, every caress, yeah. every moment, every, every touch. moment, <laughs> every moment, every caress. Tonight I need your sweet caress. I right, just been so thirsty for this episode, and I'm glad you're like a super fan and and. I'm glad you were here I, for this. Such, I, and I, like, I remember, like, back when we first took a UCB class, we talked about Star Trek, like, the first day of it. So <laughs> I've, like, literally been like, I want to get girly and talk about Star Trek, <laughs> specifically yes. about this shit for so long. This is so fun. So thank you guys so much for, for uh, having me on this specific one. And is there anything you want to plug before you go? Is there some stuff you're doing, watching? Uh, geez, I have a, I do a Nightmares podcast. Uh, it's about uh, nightmares of, like, artists and musicians and, and comics uh, with Emily Flake of The New Yorker. Amazing. And it's super fun. Um, and uh, I've done a various and sundry live shows over the last few years, but who the fuck knows when those start up again. So right, you can right. follow me uh, at Nerd Burdick is my current Twitter handle. It used to be Dr. Cat <laughs> Burdick, but I was afraid people would legitimately think I was a doctor, which I am not. <laughs> so I changed it to Nerd Burdick, B-U-R-D-I-C-K. Please follow me on the things and I'll announce if I'm on shows and stuff. Yay. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. I'm going to do a tiny applause for the the in-studio audience. I was really happy that you were here. And uh, I think before we go, I'll just have Beverly say it for us. Engage. All right. That was great. Okay. (laughs) Bye, Kat. Bye, guys. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.